This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. In the diary of a CEO, we have hundreds of questions that have been left by our guests, and we've put them on these cards. And on these cards, you have the question that's been left in the diary of a CEO the name of the person who wrote the question. And if you turn it over, there's a QR code. If you scan that code, you can see which guest answered the question and watch the video of them answering it. Every time I've done this podcast and every time we've asked the kind of questions we ask here, I feel a tremendous sense of affinity to the guest. And our aim with these cards is that you can create that sense of connection through vulnerability at home with the people you love the most. And I have some good news for you. As of today, you can add your name to the waiting list to be the first in line to get your own set of conversation cards at theconversationcards.com. That is theconversationcards.com. On that point of storytelling, you mentioned storytelling there in our, um, in our narrative. Your, your book in 2019 was about storytelling. I, having worked in marketing, was very compelled to, to read this book for the, probably, you know, we talked before we started recording that a lot of people will see a book about with the word storytelling on the front of mm. it and think that they can use it from a marketing capacity or in a business sense. What have you learned about how people can tell great stories in the context of business and marketing? Yeah, well, um, so quite quite a lot. I teach a, I, I teach business storytelling at Section 4, which is a American um, ed tech um, uh, organization. So, so, I, so I, I do a, a, a course there on, in the science of storytelling for business. Um, and, and you know we, we are storytelling animals. We 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 think in story. We we um, you know narrative is basically you know how we experience ourselves and and life. And so, as I say in that course, if you're not communicating with story as a marketeer, you you're not, you're not communicating. You know logic and facts and data and statistics. That's not the language of the brain. The language of the brain is beginning, middle, and end. A character overcoming obstacles. I think a lot, a lot of the stuff we've been talking about is important, um, especially um, the idea that people think with their feelings. You know, they, it's feelings first, story second. The story justifies the feelings. And so if you want to tell persuasive stories, you need to first understand exactly who you're communicating with and you need to understand um, how they feel about the world, how they feel about themselves, how they, how they feel about... Um, you know, justice and uh, what their values are. And so that means understanding them kind of tribally. What, what groups do they belong to? Who are their heroes? Who are their villains? What motivates them? What demotivates them? So, so before you can sort of write the story, you need to figure out how they feel about the world. So a bad story then would be one that was, because, you know, I, I thought about this a lot and my previous business was um, very successful in storytelling. So my first company, Social Chain, it's you know, grown to be a very big business, maybe a thousand employees worldwide. We were, um, we started out as a, as a marketing agency, never had a sales team because we, we focused on telling stories. Those stories were told on social media and on stage by me. So when I would go up on stage and talk about our agency to try and win business mm -hmm. from Apple or Coca-Cola, whoever it was, um, I would actually start by talking about me, my relationship with my mother. Mm. 
And that would be the first sentences out of my mouth when I walked on stage. If there was a thousand people or 15,000 people there, it would be about my mother. And through that story about my mother and my, and my um, upbringing and my battles and all those things, eventually you'd learn about our business and what we do and about the great work we do. But that was the preface of it. And that meant we never needed a, 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 um, a sales team. I've always believed that if I'd walked on stage and started with a case study, yes, <laughs> I, would have, I, would have, I would have had to have a sales team at Social Chain yeah, on doors. Definitely. And I think this is one of the biggest mistakes businesses make. When they pitch, when they, when they speak on stage, when they post on social media, I think they have a, they believe that the, the listener wants big numbers and to hear how many views they got for their clients or for, you know, and it just doesn't seem to be consistent with reality. No, it's not. I mean, so what you're doing when you're going into about your mother is you're connecting emotionally. Mm. So people are, you know, wanting, they're on your side immediately and, and you're making them feel good. You're making them feel things emotionally. Um, the, the, the kind of framework that I use for business storytelling is that, is that, is that you know, essentially people's brains process reality um, in the same way. And that's the, uh, you know, so, so they're the hero of their story. You're not the hero standing on the stage. The company that, that, that's selling to you isn't the hero. They're the hero of their own story. Um, they are, you know, they've got goals they're trying to pursue. We all have, you know, that which are the plots of our lives. The we, audience. Yeah, the audience, the person you're selling to. Um, and then th th there's a brilliant story analyst called Christopher Booker who wrote this amazing book called The Seven Basic Plots. And he writes about... Um, archetypal characters in storytelling that he calls light figures. And so the light figure is, uh, the example he uses are the three ghosts in the, you know, A Christmas Carol, the Charles Dickens Scrooge story. So Scrooge is the hero of that story. Uh, but the three ghosts come in to show him Christmas past, Christmas present, Christmas future. They help him get what he needs, which is to become a better, more selfless, more generous, more loving, giving person. That, 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 so that they are going to they arrive in his story to kind of show him the way to help him get what he needs. And so that 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 that's what I argue. That's the appropriate position for most companies and organisations and leaders is not to be the hero because your audience feels like they're the hero. You're the light figure. You're there to help them get what they want. So when you go straight in with, here's all my awards, here's what this person said about me, here's some statistics and stuff, you're not a light figure. You're presenting as the hero, what people really want to know is how can you help me get what I want? And, and, and that's, that's the story that you have to tell. What kind of example can you give me to really make that, make me understand that in a real practical sense? Is there a brand you've seen do this really well? Is there an example of a, I, I mean, I, I, my brain went to Nike for some reason. Yeah, yeah, well, well, that's, oh, Nike's a really interesting example. So, so, so obviously one of the things that Nike have, has done recently is it's um, done that ad campaign around Colin Kaepernick, which is yeah. you know, controversial, but did them, I think, I think they're selling up to like 6% like uh, after that, that, ad, that ad campaign. And that's a really good example of um, a, an organization who is, um, um, behaving as a light figure. So that Colin Kaepernick campaign has nothing to do with shoes. There's, you know, the, what they're not doing is going, our shoes will make you run 8% faster. We've got these sprung soles. We've got these amazing laces that won't trip you up or whatever. You know, their, their stats list is not in there. It's, it, it, it's purely, it, they're telling a story. They've figured out that their client base are mostly believing certain, you know, this set of beliefs around the world. Uh, and and those, those are goals, you know, people who, you know, the, the, the target audience that they're, um, they're uh, appealing to want to achieve this kind of racial social justice and that's important to them. So, so what Nike are basically saying is, 
you know, we are light figures in this story. We, you know, we, we are we, we are on the side of the Colin Kaepernick's of the people who are kneeling. You know, we believe that Black Lives Matter. Um, and and so they're presenting as a light figure. And, and if you think about it rationally, it's kind of crazy. Like, why would a shoe company have this political thing? But it's because of the storytelling, because because they're presenting as a light figure who who is engaged in the kind of, you know, this particular mission in the world. And, you know, in, in order to kind of to, 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 to kind of join the mission, you, you buy the Nike shoes and, and, it, and it worked, you know, it works really well. I mean, uh, one of the archetypal examples um, that, that I talk about that I love is uh, that there was um, an ad that was broadcast, I think it was in the 60s by Volkswagen. And it was the first kind of modern ad, ad, advert. It was, the first, it was the first advert that you would look at and recognize as the kind of advertising that we do today. So before this Volkswagen ad, um, cut, you know, all ads were just stats lists. Here's this amazing, you know, tire and you know, mm. this will get you naught to 60 and whatever. Um, uh, and then this Volkswagen did this amazing ad where um, it just, it was black and white because it was still in the days of black and white. And they had, um, it just showed this guy, it was all snowing, it's a big blizzard outside. And this guy gets in his car, he turns, he's like, it's like, you know, just before dawn, turns on his ignition, drives his car through the blizzard, through the blizzard, through the blizzard, opens these huge shed doors, and then you hear this big engine start up and out drives his snowplow. And it's how does the guy who drives the snowplow get to the snowplow? And it's just Volkswagen. And that's it. Really simple, really effective story. And it's showing Volkswagen as this life figure. We are helping the hero achieve what he wants. And, you know, I don't believe that the Volkswagen was particularly good at driving through blizzards. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't believe that. Yeah. Like, and they certainly weren't making any factual claim in the sense that we are better than Land Rover and whatever, 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 doing this because of this stat. It, that, it was as simple as that. And it revolutionized marketing. It changed everything because they'd figured out that kind of light figure form of storytelling. And in that, are they saying that the Volkswagen, Volkswagen enables you to be the hero that exactly. moves the snow. Yeah. Yes. And Nike are saying that the Nike shoe, associating it with Colin Kaepernick, mm. enables you to be the social activist hero. Hero, exactly. Like yeah. Colin yeah. Kaepernick was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Fascinating. It's going to change a few things about my, uh, few of my companies, I think, <laughs> on the basis of that. Yeah, I think, I think we, I think in the course of business, we all forget that emotion is the most important thing. I'm thinking about all the newsletters that my companies have been writing. I've got various companies and the newsletters they write and the videos we make and how and how sometimes we we think that facts and figures and information is what the viewer is looking for in their lives. But the most compelling way to draw them in to whatever we're doing, whether it's a newsletter or a tweet or whatever, is by putting emotion first and, and really yeah. thinking about what the emotion of the, the content is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And with the, with the Nike example, I mean, we, we live in, uh, since the global financial crisis, we live in heightened political times. And so, so you know, and, and people are always tribal. And, and and so you know one of the big things that that, that that successful kind of persuaders do is is to make those tribal appeals, um, and you know sometimes it works with Colin Kaepernick like with the Gillette razor campaign it didn't work mm. because you're kind of essentially attacking your target audience um uh, so, so that was you know less successful um i think there was a terrible pepsi ad with kendall oh, jenner where, so. where 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 they were kind of basically yeah where, where we were just making this yeah well it put a, a super rich uh beautiful yes. model <laughs> white woman as the uh, the hero exactly. <laughs> against social yeah. injustice and drinking this sugary drink is going to yeah. help yeah you know so it's just all off yeah it? so so i think organizations are sensing that 
partly how we can be a light figure these days is by is by is by presenting as people who are assisting in these these political goals that have become very important to people especially young people um and some people are getting it right some people are getting it wrong there's a real science to it though isn't there yeah more we've spoken i've realized how how there is a, a science to it when you understand the the roles and also the audience the roles of the characters in your content or your piece and also where the it's really about where the audience sees themselves yeah you say, yeah and how they feel represented you are always one decision away from taking your business to the next level and a decision that's helped me to transform my business is moving over to NetSuite, who I'm excited to say are a sponsor of this podcast. If you don't know already, NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. It's reduced IT costs because it lives in the cloud, so you can access it from anywhere. And the cost of managing and running multiple systems because it's in one unified business management suite. My team and I don't have to worry about tasks being manual and clunky, and it means that I can be more efficient and to focus on more important things like bringing you the best episodes and guests on this show. So I become one of the 37,000 companies that have already made the move over to NetSuite. NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. So head to netsuite.com slash Bartlett for a free product tour. Back to the episode. You are always one decision away from taking your business to the next level. And a decision that's helped me to transform my business is moving over to NetSuite, who I'm excited to say are a sponsor of this podcast. If you don't know already, NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. It's reduced IT costs because it lives in the cloud, so you can access it from anywhere. And the cost of managing and running multiple systems because it's in one unified business management suite. My team and I don't have to worry about tasks being manual and clunky, and it means that I can be more efficient and to focus on more important things like bringing you the best episodes and guests on this show. So I become one of the 37,000 companies that have already made the move over to NetSuite. NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. So head to netsuite.com slash Bartlett for a free product tour. Back to the episode.